0: to Activity Quest, the podcast packed with things to do. My name is Bex, and the next voice you're going to hear is Dan. We've been following him in Birmingham for two weeks now. He's been taking on an assault course, he did some archery, and this week it's time for something a little taller.
1: I am back at the Bear Grylls adventure this week on Activity Quest. This time, I'm going to climb. I'm going to climb high. I'm taking on the climbing wall. Now, I think I have a pretty good head for heights, (laughs) but that might all change while I'm up there. Uh, We'll see. Luckily, it's indoors in a fantastic arena that they've got going on here near the NEC in Birmingham. And I'll be strapped in very safely. I'm going to be told exactly what to do. The only way I can put a foot wrong is if I actually put a foot wrong. Uh, So let's take a trip up the high wall and fingers crossed I come down the other side, eh? We're in the Beargroves Adventure in the climbing of the bouldering room. This, (laughs) I've been told it's meant to be the easy one, but it doesn't look it. (laughs) It's, um, the best way to say it is it's uh, a bit harder than what you think. However, we are here, we can help you and there are easier routes to take what's the right technique we've got no harnesses on at the moment this is just where we learn our skills and these where you put your hands they're surprisingly small like a proper rock what's the best way to do it so it's all about keeping your hips as close to the wall as you can because if your bum starts to come out it means your body starts to come out all right so if you keep those hips in you will see some holes of the jug holes they're quite deep to hold on to. So get those fingers all the way around and pull yourself up nice and easily Mikey, so we've done the easy one. Where are we now? <laughs> we're in the taller walls now, so it's getting a bit harder. So uh, th- there's two walls either side of us. One looks tall, the other one looks massively taller. H- how high are we talking? We're, we're talking roughly about six to eight metres. And, and the, the, they've all got different, these little crags in them, coloured crags. What do they mean? Where do I put them? How safe is the harness going to keep me? So the harness and the system itself is going to keep you really safe. Uh, The system will bring you down nice and slowly the higher that you go. And the coloured holds that we are seeing here in front of us, uh, they just distinguish different routes. So one could be a bit easier, one's going to be a little bit harder. But you can use every single one if you wish to. All
0: right, big thank you to Dan Uh, at beargrillsadventure.com is the place that you can book now all of their indoor and outdoor adventures are open now and remember the rules on what we can and can't do have changed recently so you should still check before you travel book in advance where you can and always follow the guidance wherever you are that said whatever you get up to whether it's climbing or something else entirely we want to know mostly because i'm quite nosy uh, you can leave us a five-star review wherever it is you're listening to this or get in touch at funkidslive.com activityquest lily did just that she said <clears throat> at school i won a gold medal for cricket and after school i went to abby's birthday party there we first went on the train to battersea park and at the park we did go ape treetops adventure <laughs> Wow. Thanks for sharing, Lily. You've had an action-packed time. I love it. Now, you can leave us a five-star review wherever it is you're listening to this, or get in touch at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. If you've been on the Fun Kids website recently, you might have seen lots of stuff about Nintendo Miitopia. In Miitopia, you can go on a bit of an adventure with anyone you like. You can create me characters based on real life friends, fashion your own me hero to your liking and cast whoever you want in the starring roles. From the courageous party joining you on your expedition to the big baddie, the Dark Lord himself. It's your own personal adventure. Uh, we're going to hear from someone who does an improv comedy right now, which is a kind of role playing. Now, tell me what exactly is improv comedy? What does that mean?
2: The very basic of it is basically playing. You're pretending. We're making stuff up so I do a load of make-em-ups and a lot of the time I'm actually teaching adults how to play again because sometimes when you grow up you forget how to play because you have to be very sensible. So a lot of my life is spent teaching adults how to be silly again.
0: And do they take to it really easily or do they kind of take a little while to warm up?
2: Oh, it depends. Some adults are a bit resistant to, to look a bit silly, but others of them uh, get, get into it very quickly and suddenly remember what it's like to be young again. Uh, and it's tremendous fun uh, because you can be absolutely anybody you want to be. You can be anything from uh, like pretending to be your next door neighbour to pretending to be the queen and everything in between.
0: It is quite a good idea isn't it because it just lets your imagination run wild but do you have to be funny or is it just about kind of carrying on pretending?
2: I honestly believe that everybody can be funny we're all funny at different moments in our life and we've all laughed at something that somebody else has done and people have laughed at what we've done so when you're improvising you just kind of go with what your character or what the story is asking you to do and you end up being funny automatically it's you don't even have to try it's it's a very effortless thing to do
0: so what's your golden rule for uh, when you're doing improv with people then
2: One of my golden rules is to pay lots of attention because there's always something interesting happening with the people that you're playing with, even if they don't realise it. The other is that if somebody does something, then that instantly becomes the world we're living in. So if everybody's saying, oh, what a lovely kingdom it is, you can't say, no, but we're underwater. You've got to go with the idea and then build on it. So you get to add something to the kingdom rather than taking away from it. Beyond that, it's really just about playing and having fun.
0: It's quite good, actually, because it's about compromising and like working with each other to build a new world. And you're not kind of tearing it apart. You're you're building something together, I guess. Yeah, it's a real team
2: sport, if that makes sense. It's like a team activity that we all do together. We all create something together. And the great thing is, if we hadn't all come together and created it, it would never have happened.
0: And tell me, what was the best scene you've ever created? What What was your improv pinnacle moment, do you reckon?
2: Oh there have been <laughs> there have been some very funny moments i think I think one of my favourite scenes that I ever did was uh, with somebody and we were just looking at pictures in a museum and nobody else could see what we were seeing. So we had to describe everything. And it turns out that we were brothers and that we had fallen out and then we'd come back together again. And it was the artwork that had brought us together. And it was it was really touching and really funny at the same time.
0: Sounds beautiful. Uh, Of course, sadly, I guess you can't really (laughs) reenact it. It's not like it's got a script to it.
2: Uh, Absolutely not. That's the other thing with improv. When you're doing it, it's great and it's fun. But once you've done it, it's gone.
0: Oh, my goodness. So how can we do this at home? Because if if people are listening right now and they're thinking, that sounds pretty good, actually, playing professionally. uh, Tell me, how can we kind of ease ourselves into improv?
2: Well, one thing we could do right now, if you want to, Bex, is we could play a game of gibberish expert interview. This is fun because we will will make um, you the expert in oh, no. something really <laughs> silly. I know. The good thing is, Bex, all you have to do is speak in gibberish. Oh, okay. You have to speak absolute. You have to speak absolute nonsense um, uh, whenever I ask you a question. And I do then that for a living anyway,
0: Lloydie. Tra- that's fine. Well,
2: I've heard your show, <laughs> um, and then. What I'll do is translate it and ask you another question. But the thing is, first of all, we need to decide who you're going to be and wh- what you're going to be an expert in. And I was wondering if we could ask your producer, Adam, if uh, he could suggest something that you could be an expert in.
0: OK, lovely, Adam, voice from behind the microphone, the man who puts this show together. Uh, tell me, Adam. Hello, first of all. And what would you like to be an exp- me to be an expert in?
3: I think you'd be a great expert in perfumery, the making of
2: perfume. Mm-hmm. Right. OK, well, here we go then. Um, with me now, I have an expert in making perfumes. This is uh, Professor, uh, Professor Hildebottom. Uh, Professor Hildebottom, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Um, can you tell us the first thing you do when you make a perfume?
0: Schnaffel, Manuffle. M Blah blah blah.
2: So what she's saying is, the first thing she does is make a cup of tea because that gets her in the mood for making perfume, and she doesn't touch any perfume until at least midday. Uh, so, Professor, um, when it gets to midday, what is the main thing that you do?
0: Uh, well, fluff, 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 fluff. Blah <clears throat> blah. Beep beep beep. Blah.
2: What she does is she reheats her cup of tea because it's got cold and she puts it in the microwave. She puts it in for three minutes and it goes beep, beep, beep when it has eventually got warm again uh so Professor finally, um, we've talked an awful lot about making cups of tea but we haven't really talked about the perfume. Can you tell us how you end up making it? Turns out she just runs around the shops buying the best stuff that she can and then she sells it on for a more expensive price. Well Professor thank you very much for joining us um, it's been absolutely enlightening. Um, have a very lovely day.. Blue. She says goodbye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was fun. I hope I did it. I just was saying nonsense but that was quite fun that's just all it is to it right?
2: That's literally all there is to it when somebody makes a sound you just go oh that sounds like like the bit where you went beep 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 I was like that sounds like a microwave so I'm going to talk about microwaves in the next bit and so I did simple as that
0: Awesome stuff well Lloydie, thank you so much for telling us about improv I think it's something we can all do from home uh, that was perfect thank you so much
2: My pleasure thanks Bex
0: Some ways you can have fun with improv there and remember head over to funkidslive.com to find the Metopia hub where you can take part in quizzes watch videos read loads of fun facts and get some me character ideas you can also watch connor show you how to get started and how to make your own me characters all right here's what else is happening across the uk The Underbelly Festival returns to London with a brand new home in Cavendish Square, offering its usual mix of shows that you can enjoy. There's cabaret, circus variety, and loads of family entertainment all performed in the beautiful Spiegel Tent. The family programme includes Hotel Paradiso, Salmon Marks on the Road Show, Basil Brush, Showstoppers, and there may be a surprise or two from fun kids as well. If you want any more details, head to underbellyfestival.com. Next up is Monopoly Life-Sized. Monopoly Life-Sized is an immersive, on-your-feet version of the world's favourite family game. It's played on a 15-metre life-size Monopoly board, which you move around with giant game board pieces, complete with escape room-style challenges to buy properties. You can experience the thrill of trying to stage a heist in Mayfair, compete against the clock to build some of London's iconic buildings, solve a baffling murder mystery, and step into the world of breaking. There are different boards available for different things. Tickets start £25 for the junior board and you can book tickets at MonopolyLifeSize.com. Alright, there's a new exhibition at the V&A Museum. It's called Alice, Curiouser and Curiouser and it's all about Alice in Wonderland. It offers an immersive and fantastical journey down the rabbit hole. It delves into the origins, adaptations and reinventions of Alice in Wonderland over almost 160 years. Highlights include Lewis Carroll's handwritten manuscript, bits from Walt Disney's film, and stage costumes as well. Tickets are £20, under 12s go free, and vam.ac.uk is the place to book. And bring the Euros home with Match of the Day magazine. To celebrate the tournament kick off, the UK's best selling footy magazine has included six pick gifts for every reader including an awesome euros wall chart to track all of the big games and a 52 page activity journal to fill in throughout the summer and that's not all there's a huge guide to all of the groups expert predictions and a look at the favorites the golden boots become a part of the match of the day magazine squad and bag the latest issue today Remember, check before you travel, book in advance, and always follow the guidance wherever you are. Some of the things we've mentioned have different opening dates and times, so it is really important that you check. And whatever you do, tell them Activity Quest sent you. By the way, if you've got somewhere you think would be perfect for an Activity Quest episode, it could be an activity near you or something that you run, tell us about that too. Email activityquest at funkidslive.com. So, next up, we've got something you can do no matter where you are. It's time for Craft Corner.
3: The weather has been pretty nice recently and it looks like it's going to stay. So, how about we do some science and make a delicious treat at the same time? Today, we're making our very own ice cream. To make this, you're going to need the help of a grown-up and... 240 millilitres of single cream, two tablespoons of caster sugar, half a teaspoon of vanilla extract. You're also going to need some ice and 75 grams of salt. Now, don't worry, we're not eating it. This is the science part. I'll explain it later. You'll also need two resealable freezer bags, one larger than the other, and toppings of your choice. I've gone for some Strawberries. Okay, now this is really easy. In the first step, all we're going to do is combine the single cream, sugar and vanilla. Then we're going to seal the bag four-fifths of the way, push out as much excess air as we can and seal the bag fully. In another, bigger bag, combine the ice and the salt. Be careful as you do this. I'm going to explain why in just a second. But you're going to nestle the smaller bag with the cream, sugar and vanilla into the bigger bag with the salt and ice, seal it up and start shaking. You might want some oven gloves or something to protect your hands here because this bag is going to get very, very cold. You're gonna need to do a lot of shaking as well. It takes about seven minutes. So why does this work? Okay, here's here's the science bit. The salt and water are having a chemical reaction right now. So salt lowers the freezing temperature of water. You might have seen trucks spray salt all over the roads in winter. It's not to melt what's already there, but to instead make it harder for water to form into ice. Our salt and ice mix puts us several degrees below freezing and is drawing the very small amount of heat from the bag that contains the cream and sugar and vanilla out. After seven or so minutes, a lot of the ice will have melted and the cream and sugar and vanilla mixture in that inner bag will have solidified somewhat into ice cream. If it's not quite at the consistency that you'd expect, you can do it again. Get another bigger bag, another load of salt, another load of ice and repeat the process until your mixture in that inside bag resembles ice cream. Otherwise, remove the inner bag from the outer one and tuck in if you've made too much you can leave the ice cream in an actual freezer for a few days although it'll go very hard remember it was mostly liquid so it will freeze to almost the solidity of ice so you'll need to remove it for a few minutes before you can serve it again pop your ice cream in a cone or a bowl top with your favorite toppings like i said i've got loads of strawberries on mine and enjoy
0: Well, that's all the time we've got for this episode. Remember, whatever you do and however you do it, tell us at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. And remember to rate, review and follow this podcast wherever it is you're listening to it. And if you've got a venue that you think would be perfect for Activity Quest, Activity Quest at funkidslive.com is the place to tell us. I'm Bex and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. You can listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. I'll see you next week. Bye.
3: The Space Programme is a Baffled Gab production for the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. You can listen to Fun Kids all day on your DAB digital radio, on your smart speaker by saying Play Fun Kids and on the free Fun Kids mobile app. You can also listen online and play loads of games, quizzes, as well as find out the latest news at FunKidsLive.com.